Jones. Start that fucker again. There you go. You got it. Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, where we are 100p woke, totes on fleek, and here to say bye, Felicia, to ratchet weather, and get lit on opening day, goals. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels, without producer, Scott Stafford, but with an honest-to-goodness professional comic and budding television personality from the Grolics and those who can't on True TV, Andrew Orbital and your host, John Reedy. Yeah! Oh, yeah. See, it's a little sudsy, isn't it? It's not just me. Right when I cracked it, I went, oh, shit, he did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. That's awesome. Yeah, guts all over the place. That's really good. Now I'm all, now I'm all wet. Uh, welcome to the show. For all the war- yeah. wrong reasons, too. All the wrong reasons. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's good to be back. It's opening, uh, it's opening day week. Well, it was opening day a little bit ago. Uh, but uh, we've, got a gr- we've got a special guest. Andrew's with us. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Th- thanks for making the time. That's oh. that's what I'm really that's what I'm really happy about is that you're busy you, dude. You, you're a busy dude. We know. Um, we just happened to catch you while you're here. You know, I I had I had always bugged Adam uh, many times to come back. Always busy. You guys are you guys are busy making television, making comedy. Um, you made the time. Your your co-host couldn't, and uh, and that's what I think we're just going to talk about for the next forty five minutes. Yeah, is ben, talking about ben those assholes. Couldn't be bothered, so <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't be bothered, could he? Yeah, we we had him on the line, then he he bailed out. Oh, well, his loss. That's right. So, but yeah, as I think I told you before, um, Adam was gracious enough to come on one time. It was a while ago. We were in the old studio down down south of here, and uh, we had a good time with him. And then we we kind of figured out that you know he was a he was a Rockies fan. And we, then we figured out you guys were were um, Rockies fans and and baseball fans by extension. Uh, but you were a Dodgers fan. Yeah, well, now you're wearing you're a Rockies gonna, hat. You're just going to out him like that. Oh hell that. yeah, I'm going to jump right in. No, because here, here's what happens. So Scott, who's not here to to defend himself, when I said, hey, you know, we're going to get these guys to come on. It's going to be great. We'll have a good time. And I said, they're you know they're big Rockies fans. And Scott was like, well, Andrew's a big Dodgers fan. And I said, well, well hold on a second. He's he's from Denver. Well, you know, I'd be a big Dodgers fan. So he guided me to the uh, Purple Dinocast uh, podcast that you did probably about a year ago, maybe maybe more, a little more than that. And you explained yourself, but but in, for a lot of people, it's the same thing. You grew up here; there wasn't a baseball team. Yeah, we had the Zephyrs and uh, the minor league team. I don't know if you ever went to Zephyrs yeah. game. Um, but my favorite player was Will Clark, and so. By extension, I was a San Francisco Giants fan. And when I was growing up, we didn't have a TV. <laughs> we didn't, like, live out on the prairie or any, like, sure. good 
any any good reason. Uh, our TV got stolen, our house got robbed, and then my parents never replaced it. So I would listen to baseball Fair on the radio enough. and reenact it with baseball cards. Like the saddest way <laughs> to, for a kid to... Like if I told my kids that now, they would be, they'd be sad for you, I think. Yeah, they'd be like, wow, that's, um, that's heavy. And then I just faded out on baseball. And then when I was living in L.A., Adam got hooked up with tickets to Dodger Stadium uh, to this Dodgers game, second row behind home plate. Mm-hmm. These fucking tickets. I can cuss, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Please. Uh, <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I say after I did it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, second row behind home plate. The, the, the tickets had to be like I don't know, 1,400, like insane tickets. And we went to, went to that game. Uh, and it was amazing. And I was like, oh, yeah, like this is so great. Like I can't believe I faded out on – on baseball and uh and so yeah i was a dodgers fan both because i was living in la my daughter was born in la i don't hate la like a lot of people do sure like it's it's fine it's cool it's cool it's it's just it's a city it has a lot a lot going for it um and i'd listen to uh ben and adam bemoan the rockies and the Mm -hmm. monforts for like a decade straight like (laughs) They have have talked more shit about De- the Rockies deservedly than so. anything. Yes, yeah. yeah, and they've like and they've jumped ship too. They were like, "I'm a Blue Jays fan now." Like, <laughs> fuck the Rockies. Uh, now I'm a Blue Jays fan. Um, when they traded Tulo away, they were, they were like, "Fuck it, I'm just following the Blue Jays now." Yeah, I think that's the natural um, progression of most Rockies fans, right? You know, so up and down, up and down. And then, uh, so yeah, I was a Dodgers fan, and then. Um, and then I liked the Rockies and Ben and Adam were like, no, you can't like the, you can't like two teams in the same division. I was like, yeah, you can. Cause I'm doing it <laughs> right now. And they're like, no, you can't because they are like competitive. Like they are in direct competition Bitter rivals. all the time. So when you're sitting out there on opening day in a series against the Dodgers, which team's cap are you wearing? Uh, I would wear the Rockies cap probably. It's wearing a Rockies yeah. hat right now. Yeah. Maybe you can't see it on the video cause it's, I, it's a little far away. I, I, I was like, I like reconciled. I was like, it's more fun to root for the Rockies and root for an underdog team than a, than a team that has just like so much money to throw around. And, uh, I don't like, I still like, like the Dodgers is fine. There's definitely players on that team. I like, well, isn't, isn't that kind of the, and then also kind of the, the, the Hollywood elite thing to do is you, you, you become an actor and then all of a sudden you're like Ashton Kutcher and you're a huge Lakers fan, even though you're born in Iowa, something like that. Isn't that kind of the typical thing that people do? They, you were, you were that before you were a Dodgers fan, but most people all of a sudden they're like, well, I'm from Cincinnati, but now I love the, I love the, um, you know, I love the, the Lakers or whatever. I found living in LA that most people just like wearing the Dodgers hat because it's yes. like an iconic cap. And True. I would go up to them and start talking baseball like <laughs> hardcore, and they would have no fucking idea what I was talking about. Um, and they'd be like, "Oh, to be honest, I've like don't even like baseball. I just like the hat." Like I heard that it's like so a Yankees hat. Yeah, yeah. It is a very iconic. That hat. is it's, so it's LA. A good looking <laughs> hat. Um, I think that's, in my experience, that's the more uh, celebrity thing. It's just like. I just wear it because it's like a cool hat. Well, it's like, kind of like wearing a Joy Division shirt and then not really knowing anything knowing about the exactly band. Yeah, yeah, so. And you'd go to games at Dodger Stadium and you'd see people, they'd just be there like talking to the person. They wouldn't even be like watching them. I, I went to the World Series game too. I paid a fuck ton for these tickets. The shittiest seats in Dodger <laughs> Stadium, but still like it's fucking game two of the World Series. Yeah. Like amazing. This couple sitting in front of me did not pay, they did not pay attention to a pitch in the game. They're just like talking and like getting hammered and like I was like, 
Why would? Why on earth are you even here? And I guess it's just so they could say like, we went to the we World were there. We went to a World Series and game. Like, sure. you miss, and and they missed an amazing game. It was that like crazy roller coaster game that kept going into extra innings and like it was a great game. It was a great. I World think one Series of the game. other things that you talked about too is some of the differences um, between fans. And this is what we've talked about for years is just the. Um, you go to a Broncos game and it's crazy and people are, are pissing in each other's mouths. They're, they're doing whatever, you know? And you know, that's, that's wait, what, wait, what? <laughs> well, that's, I haven't, I've seen it. I've seen it. I haven't been to a Broncos game. Since it's been a while. A you, yeah, it's, it's been a while. It's they, probably because somebody pissed in your mouth. They yeah, kept that. They wow. kept that from you. Um, <laughs> But, you know, you go to a Rockies game and it's very, it's very sedate. It's very calm. Everyone's kind of, and, and I think there's theories to, that go along with this. Like everybody in Colorado is kind of, kind of more chill. They're just kind of like, Hey, I'm just here for the good weather, you know, whatever. Um, they're going to politely clap, but I've been, you know, sitting there and I've had like, you know, Milwaukee fans in front of me just screaming and just being really obnoxious, probably what they're used to. And everyone around them is just kind of uncomfortable, just kind of like, Oh, what do I do? You know? And it's kind of like, if you don't have that same kind of attitude to, to yell back at them and it's still just the environment is not in, not for that. So I'm just wondering why that is. And maybe you've noticed that in other places you've been. Yeah. Dodger stadium is like, I don't know if you, either of you've ever been, but I have once amazing. a long time ago. It's an amazing stadium. And, uh, the energy is like nuts. Like there, yeah, there are people like talking and people like not paying attention, but there are a lot of people who are paying attention and it, it is like, loud and they like they cheer and they chant uh they're well they they're chant when they're them. here which and, is really annoying yeah and that's the thing i was at this rockies game and there was a row of like seven dodgers fans like taking over course field like i know they were chanting and it was just those seven dudes and i was like wow like getting punked in your yeah. home stadium and then there was one maybe i told the story on that uh purple dino cast but there was one <laughs> rockies fan uh who decided he just like mustered up the courage and he's like, I'm going to defend my home team. So they, they would, these seven dudes would chant like, let's go Dodgers. And then you'd hear this like little voice a few rows back, like, let's go Rockies. <laughs> and it was just him. No one ever came to his aid and it went on and on for like <laughs> 20 minutes. That is sad. It was this amazing back and forth. But I've found... The Rockies fans, I think, are getting better, at least in my, from my perspective. The, uh, I feel like people are getting more. Yeah, they're more kind of getting into, into it, it. and um, it doesn't have that like hushed like golf atmosphere. Yeah, like should I should I say something? Or, you so know. much. I feel like there are, and maybe I'm just sitting in different areas. Like I found that like certain sections is like oh, like the people here are way more fun than the people. So maybe it's like a section by section thing, but it could be because I I don't know if you guys know this. I sit up on the club level. I've heard. Have you heard this I sit up on the club level? That's where I sit. I, I, Season I've, tickets. I've you. never I've never mentioned it at all on this ever. And I, I think just, Adam is also club level. You so know, you guys I, can uh, bond over when, that. When I found that out, I was very we we kind of we kind of locked eyes and we went oh and we kind of yeah isn't this special yeah we really kind of we kind of bonded over I'll, it. I'll meet you at the carving yeah, station. Yeah, so yeah. I've never seen him there though. So I I did I what I went to the game. He threw out the pitch i was at that one and uh so but i haven't seen him up there but i'll, I'll look for him um but it is it is sedate up there it's mellow um people don't go crazy um but what we've noticed over the years is that like th there's you know a lot of young rockies fans they're probably in their you know their 20s early 30s and they've grown up with the team you know since it's been here they were probably kids when it started or maybe you know maybe even younger than that um and 
and I think that they now have created the fan base and I think they're starting to get into it to where, um, you know, they're kind of being more vocal and it's, it's almost like you needed that generation to come in to kind of, uh, kind of get it, to get, get it somewhere where you would get, you know, the Dodgers have been there since what the fifties, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's, it'll take a while, but I think it'll get there. Yeah, I and think the a, players seem to like it. I bet it like energizes them. Oh you know? yeah, you, and you you do get a little of that momentum. I know baseball is not a, as hugely a momentum sport like hockey or something, but I do think that there's. It, I mean, you go to Dodger Stadium and they and they turn the tide in a game, and it's just like, just crazy. Shaking, yeah, having experienced both, do you feel like Denver is a baseball town? I think this is a question that gets mm. debated a lot, but I'll ask you point blank. I feel like it's. it's I feel. Similar to LA, I run into a lot of people with Rockies hats. I try to chat them about baseball. They have n- they have no <laughs> idea. I remember last last year I was ta- I was renting a car in Denver. The Rockies run this like incredible hot streak. They were crushing it, and uh, uh, the guy was like, "Oh, how long are you in Denver?" We're like, "What are you gonna do?" He's making a rental car chat, and I was like, "Well, hopefully I'll get to a Rockies game." And he's like, "Oh, the tickets are probably free. They're so terrible." And I was like, <laughs> you, "What? You know jack shit about what you're talking about." Um, so I think it's just baseball in general. Uh, there's like baseball nerds and people who really like it. And then there's people who um, maybe there's three tiers. There's like hardcore baseball nerds who under they mm-hmm. are all about the game and, and the record and the stats. And then there's people who go and they like basically understand it. They like they are fans of the team. And then there's just people who they're just there to get drunk on the Tawaka party deck. I feel like those <laughs> are the three the three types of people. What is? I that? think you're thinking of the Tawaka Chill Zone, which was which gone. was at the Pepsi Center. It's long gone. I I, yeah. I I I pour a Tawaka out every time I go to Pepsi Center, but that's neither here nor there. It's now the Coors Banquet Hall. Yeah, something yes. like that. So same place. I I wonder what is the perception in Los Angeles of Denver. Uh, well, it was like when I lived in New York. Same thing. I think people think it's in the mountains. They think it is like. Uh, they think everyone's skiing perpetually. They think everyone who met me, they're like, oh, you must love skiing. I'm like, I've gone twice. So, the Im- <laughs> so like the image from a board game map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Denver's so close to the mountains that people are just like, it's in the mountains. And I think to find out that it's like a, a big city, like a real city, surprises them. But everyone who's ever been loves it. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm, I'd wish that I was living in Denver. Like, and most of them do. Or it, many of them do. Yeah. <laughs> Are you there enough that the altitude affects you? I have a friend. Friends of ours were just in town. They're they're from they're from L.A. and uh, they said they and they lived here forever and they were like, oh yeah, the altitude. You know, it's like it, it totally affects me and I have to and when I get back, I feel the difference. Yeah, it finally did. Yeah. It didn't for a while, but then I, um, I lived in L.A. for like the last three years, and then I started to come back to Denver less and less frequently. And then I did notice I would literally end at the airport and it would like, it was like being in a space station that had a leak in it or something <laughs> yeah. where I was like, man, this is fucked up. Like, I feel like I'm just wrong. Not getting enough air and you just, you just suck any sort of exercise, like going upstairs. You're just like, <gasps> and yeah, it's awful. I can, now I can see why people complain. And then you go back to sea level and you're like, oh, this feels so fucking good. Like I can, it's like you've gone from Mars back to earth. You're all of a sudden, I can breathe again. Yeah. And then the pressure is different. I, I, I went to Santa Fe recently and I was like walking up the sidewalk and I was like, Oh, I was like, what's going on? I was like, Oh, it's 2000 feet higher. And I didn't realize it. So yeah, I can't even do the mountains altitude. If I'm up around like 10,000 feet, I can't sleep. Oh I yeah. It's like weird headaches and shit. And, and I'm, I just, I'm like, I got to get back down to, down to Denver. I can't take it. 
Get down. Hey, um, well, we blew through the first quarter. I knew we would. No, you did. Oh, I did. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he was awesome. Just, yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I tried. Um, no, that's good. When we blow through it, it's, it, it means we're cooking. So I got, I got plenty. Now, Colin, you'll notice I have a set of notes here. I never take notes. But when the guest is so special, I will take some notes just so I'm just that much more prepared. Just wanted you to know. So I'm really oh, proud of you. This is the great Rocky song. So take us out. We'll get into the second quarter right after this. Come on, let's hear it for the Colorado Rockies. Colorado Rockies, my home team. Keep right on rooting, rooting for the Rockies. We're really picking up some steam. Just clap your hands for the Colorado Rockies. Feel that excitement in the air. Stomp your feet while you're rocking with the Rockies. Just try and stop us if you dare. Rocky's fever burning in my mind There goes another home run down the line I've always loved my Colorado Rockies We've got a winner here this time Colorado Rockies One problem <laughs> uh, that's, Hey, there I am Wow, that sounds so much better now the FanCast is proud to welcome aboard our newest sponsor, the fabulous Sobo Liquors on South Broadway, just north of Evans on the west side, featuring a newly expanded selection of wines, craft beers, and premium liquors. Owned and operated by none other than Colorado hockey legend and Altitude Sports studio host, Mark Rycroft. Join Sobo Liquor's loyalty program and earn 5, 10, 15, up to 20% off purchases by accumulating points as you enjoy their curated selection of potables. Visit Sobo Liquors at 2035 South Broadway, and please, when you do, tell them the South Stand sent you. Nice job. Will the Broncos mercifully select a late-round quarterback in this year's draft so that we can all make fun of him for a year or two until he gets arrested? Is one run every 34 innings going to be enough to get the Rockies to the wild card this year? <laughs> Has Bud Black considered employing the subtle strategy of having players hit baseballs? In anticipation of opening day, have Coors Field maintenance crews run drills to ensure the proper function of the party deck vomit trough? <laughs> Have they removed the bodies of the fans that froze to death in their plastic seats last opening day? Will Dick Monfort roll a television into Charlie's dungeon this year so he can watch the game? <laughs> For the opening series with L.A., will Coors Field sell Dodger dogs so we can shove them up the front-rubbing douchebag asses of their fans? <laughs> Is the MLB at bat radio package a sound investment if only to avoid accidentally having to hear Rush Limbaugh on KOA? To prepare for her new role with 104.3 The Fan, will Nikki Jabavala spend a week embedded at an actual sausage factory? Did South Broadway Liquors have any idea what they were getting themselves into when they decided to sponsor this fucking podcast? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Oh, way to bring it down. Take it down a notch. Little boy in a baseball hat stands in the field with his ball and bat. Says, I am the greatest player of them all. 
puts his bed on his shoulder and he tosses up his ball. What is this cornball? It's Kenny Rogers from 1997. Man, those beers are ambushing that's what, y'all. That's what carpet tiles are for. Well, that's why God gave invented you, gave them. Gave you the, uh, the shook up, the shook up crate. I, I think Colin ran back from, from no, there with I'm him. Like, I, rode, I rode back. From, it just dawned on me. I rode back from them in, on the back of a scooter. Oh, yeah. They were just like. Yeah. So I I asked for that. I was trying to figure. I was like, I know that voice, but I don't know this song. That's Kenny. The greatest by Kenny. 1997, huh? No last name needed. Yeah, yeah, we all know Kenny, of yeah. course. So, um, wow, that's really good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're finding these gems for you know our our baseball theme podcast. Can't play center field at every break. That's right, <laughs> which you will eventually. But yes, find the Nuggets so we can play it for Andrew. I know he wants to hear it. It's a it's a good one. Maybe we can maybe we can take it out with that. So, excuse me. Um, before I want to talk, I want to talk a little bit of opening day. I did want to say Ben is really missing out, and you know why. Bye. Because I was going to bring him a gift tonight. Oh. Yeah, I had a gift for him. And now, you know what? He's 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 shit out of luck. What that gift was, because I, I will not wear it anymore. I have no reason to wear it. And um, I don't know if he'd wear it. I was going to find out if he wanted to wear it. Underwear? <laughs> <laughs> I know he needs some underwear, yes. Um, no, it is a beautiful, like, sewn-on numbers and letters Patrick Waugh jersey. But it says... Wah on the back, oh, which yeah, looks like yeah. his name, and I figured that if he wanted to wear it in one of his many performances, he could. You know, it's well, that's kind of heavy. He'd probably sweat a lot in it, but it has his name on the back, and I'm not going to wear it. And I thought I'd give it to him, but you know what? Pretty no. nice gift. Yeah, not anymore. It's not. Yeah. Not anymore. It's not. It's going to stay in my closet collecting dust like it has been since uh, probably the late '90s. Yeah, suck on that, Benoit. Suck on that, Benoit. Benoit. That's see. That's the. It's it, just, took, it took balls to come up with that joke. Yeah, I bet, I, I bet he's heard that. I bet he's, probably, I bet he's heard that yeah. a few times. Probably so. once. But life, you know, that was my thing. Show. And then I was thinking about your name. You've got Doll in your name. So do you ever thought about maybe getting a David Doll shirt or jersey, and then adding, maybe adding some letters adding, to it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it would work, huh? <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. Just, just, just some, just some thoughts about jerseys. I'm always into that. Like no one ever has my name with a jersey. Like no one ever. The closest that. Uh, that came to my name was when Kenneth Fareed was here, and it's it's and I thought, oh, I'll just I'll add a, add a Y to it, so it's Kenneth Fareedy, but it was never spelled the same way. It doesn't work. No one has my damn name, so I know what am I going to do? But at least you've got a part of your name in a Rockies in player. So, yeah. yeah, that's kind of cool. So I like that. Um, I wanted to talk opening day, and um, just uh, it's it's kind of a good time. Uh, you know, lower downtown's going to be going to be packed full. It seems to me, and you've been here, you've, you've obviously moved, moved around, but you grew up here, correct? Um, opening day was always great, and I remember going, but like now it's like, and this kind of comes back to what I was saying about the younger crowd, it really seems like a freaking holiday now. Like it's like oh, a yeah. big deal, and I it didn't seem like it before. talking to people the other day, and, and they were like, oh, well, we're not working. Mm-hmm. It's opening day, uh, and nobody's working. They were just like, yeah, yeah nobody's working. It's oh. opening day. And and so I started to chat baseball with the dude. He knew jack shit about baseball. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, he wasn't like actually interested yeah. in the Rockies so baseball. What's, what's the, what's the, uh, what's the lineup going to be on opening day? He doesn't know like that. Party, it, yeah. It was just like party, party time I, shit. I play hockey with a guy and I said, Hey, and I knew he goes to the games and I said, Hey, um, am I going to see you on Friday? And he was like, 
oh yeah oh well i'm going i'm just gonna go hit the bars and he's not even going to the game he's just gonna go hit the bars which sounds really obnoxious to me i mean you know at least like, go i to just the game. like shitty traffic <laughs> <laughs> i just like bumping into people in in uh, yeah. shitty bars and stuff all day so um no it, it's cool it's great colin i know you Wait, are you playing it now? You don't play it now. <laughs> let's let's wait. A tease. Let's He's wait. Gonna, tease. When, when we take our next break, you, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to dial up a couple things. So I, I want you to I want you to focus back on the show. Can you focus back on the show for a little bit? Working on it. Yeah. So so um, Colin, now that th- thanks for coming back. We're talking opening day. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, hey, are you? Okay. I'm excited. I got my tickets on the secondary market for an unbel- the unbelievably low low price of just a hundred dollars a piece, mm. which I think is the least I've paid in years. That's, that's I'm really yeah. excited. Between my my son is graduating high school this year, and between the time he was in kindergarten to now, we are yet to miss a single opening day, but for one. Uh-huh. When I was in rehab. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was a bummer. But my business partner <laughs> took him. So he's been. You haven't. You haven't he's, made everyone. He's yeah. been every year since kindergarten. Yes. Gotcha. And you mentioned the weather last year. The weather was. F- Fucking awful. It was fucking horrible. It was but terrible. we got to meet up with with uh, Mark Mosier. Which That's was right. Fun. Voice of the Avalanche. Voice we did. of the Avalanche. That was a good time. But yeah, it was awful. It was like a stinging, biting, rainy, icy mess, and and your clothes were wet, and the wind was howling, and Ugh. you're thinking the whole time. I'm thinking, there's no way they're gonna play this game. They've got to call it right. I mean, it's it, I, we're miserable. The the players are miserable. It was awful. Everybody was in, packed into the concourses. I, I don't think this year it's going to be awesome. Oh uh, yeah, it's sixty-seven, yeah. so it's going to be nice. Yeah. It's going to be nice on Friday. So. I've seen as high as seventy, depending on which app you look at. Um, <laughs> when, when you go, and I and I know you know you're only going to go when the Dodgers are in town. But um, when you, when you go, um, I, I, I should get a custom-made cap like half Rockies. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, no one no you one would, will enjoy. Oh, and everyone will hate. Everyone will be really confused. Yeah, they'll by be that, like, I "What think. the fuck, dude?" <laughs> He'd be really popular on rocky's twitter with yes that oh that's right oh yeah so God. um it, it it's uh you know it's when when you do go um you know what what do you like about it it's a nice it's a nice stadium obviously it's different than some of the old school ones actually it's one of the older ones in in it's one of the oldest in the nl right isn't it just behind dodger stadium i think i believe so i think it's, yeah, it's so age-wise so and and that was built in what the 60s uh it wasn't yeah uh chavez um so 67 I think. you think it's you think it's like new but it's not but well what do you like doing when you go there i mean obviously watching the game but is there is there food is there anything else you, you enjoy you know i i don't i'm not trying to talk shit it's not my favorite <laughs> it's not my favorite oh, stadium for like food and drink yeah i don't know if you have ever been to petco park in san diego oh I'm they sure have it's like fabulous. amazing really beer. they've got hot oh, cheeseburgers which is one of the best cheeseburgers you're gonna get anywhere uh just real good food Real good booze. Uh, I mean, it's inferior. Dude, baseball. I would go yeah. so far as San to Diego say, Padres, but yeah, I would rather be at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick for food. They oh, have they, got they their got Sonoran yeah. dog is amazing now. Yeah, that is. Well, because I went, I haven't been to a game at Petco, but I walked around there like last year sometime. It was in the wintertime, so they weren't playing. And um, there is like, what is it, Stone or one of those breweries was right there, like right outside where, the, you know, you come out for the outfield. So I can see that. I, I understand that. And, um, you know, I, I've been to, um, what is it? It used to be called Comiskey. It's where the White Sox play. I don't know what's called now. It's called like AT&T, you know, um, Ikea Field or something. And it's, uh, they had really good food too, but that's Chicago. So it was a little bit different. It was all, it was all sausage based, you know, sausage based. You have a biker diet. gems in Coors Field. That's yeah, I think they do. Yeah. yeah so. There's good stuff in there. I'm not. I'm not trying to talk. Biker gyms. I just whenever I think about town. stadium food, 
I just, uh, I always think of Petco Park. I'm like, oh, man, that was amazing. You know what I like best about Coors Field is, especially after seeing so much baseball at Dodger Stadium, which has, like, seemingly two roads that lead up to it yeah. that are, like, a nightmare. Like, it's so easy to get to Coors Field. You can hop on light rail. Anywhere. I ride my bike from my house. Yeah. Uh, down there, you can you can get there in so many different ways. It just feels great to just, like, walk up to the stadium and just, like, walk in and see a baseball game. It's just, like, that sort of being so accessible is super cool. Um, One thing I'm excited about is I understand they have been installing fountains around the perimeter of Coors Field. And you oh. might you might recall last year I made the case that after Jenny Kavnar in her famous fire up the fountains call <laughs> on the radio or on TV rather that it would be awesome if they would fire the fountains Every time the Rockies scored a home run, home or away. Oh, even away. And, and oh, so, I've heard about yeah. This. So I, I wrote an article. Sucks if you're standing there. Yeah. Where are these fountains? Yeah. <laughs> they're along. They're right. They're right there along uh, on the sidewalk. Along Bro- Blake be, Street. It'd on be the horrible if you were squatting over one, didn't know they were playing <laughs> yeah, that day. If you're just like sitting <laughs> yeah. on one, like just <laughs> or, checking or your I'm phone. Just hanging yeah. out. <laughs> or based on that neighborhood, sleeping on yeah, one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks like they're building fountains around the perimeter of the park, and if they fire those. When a home run happens away from Coors Field, I feel like I'm owed at oh, least season tickets. I bet you should wait by your mailbox for that. <laughs> I, bet, I bet it's going to show up. Yeah, I hadn't heard about that. That's no, great. I didn't know they did, but that's really cool. Yeah, there are a bunch of new fountains going in. So hopefully they're going to go with my plan, and then I can, I can email somebody at promotions and say, hey, come on. Hey, come on. little love, that's, for, that's little my, love for daddy. That's my I, I, you know what, I think it's, uh, and I, you know, we're, we're sitting here, Todd, we told you earlier, we do 10% sports. We're probably, we're probably up to about 15 at this point. Um, but you know, it's just one of those things where, where you said earlier about, you know, is this a baseball town? There are cities where it's like, yes, this is, this is, this is all about baseball. Midwestern cities, yeah. especially. And I, and, I just, and I think now, and, and you know, the, the, we're getting excited about it. It kind of just, it's kind of nice to have that interest, you know, and, and be like, hey, you know, we're, we're from Denver, we're into the Rockies, and we've got that, we now have a tradition, you know, they've been around long enough that it's a, that's kind of a tradition, you know, it's not like, um, you know, it's not like the Red Sox or anything like that, or the Cubs or whatnot, but it still is a tradition, it's building, and, and that's why I think it's nice to, you know, kind of get, get behind a little bit. Absolutely, and one thing I think about all the time is, is you hear a lot of scandal and controversy surrounding the building of stadiums with public funds, but I can't imagine one that has paid its dues, paid back the taxpayers oh, more times over than Coors Field has. Because, I mean, an, an entire district was built around that stadium. Wincoop Brewery was about the only thing that was down there before Coors Field was built. And after Coors Field was built, we see what we now know is lo- lower downtown Denver. And it's packed on every every weekend night and so i before think before coors field sorry to interrupt you did you go down there much before coors field do you remember going no, down there yeah. did you ever <laughs> spray paint your girlfriend's name in the flower <laughs> mill <laughs> loft <laughs> yes uh yeah i've been to the flower flower mill uh lot for sure i used to go to muddy's and yep. paris on the plaza sure. and coffee houses um do you, was, do you remember the viaduct then What's about oh the fifteenth street viaduct where yeah. the Wazi Supper Club was yeah, yeah. Rock Island yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, well you, Went you to know Rock what? Island a few times we got we got that's we're gonna get into that too we we can't we can't jump right in there because we got to take a break and get into the second half already we're already there Colin 
I know. Man, time so, flies. I know, but we got, but we got to, we got to make sure so we don't get too far into it, then have to stop. But I, we got plenty, we got plenty to cover here. So that's one thing I do want to talk about. I want to talk about maybe what your your thoughts on old Denver versus new Denver. New and you with an umlaut. That's new Denver. That's how we say it these days. So let's get into the uh, the second half right after this. Lazuski Campanella talking baseball. The man and Bobby Feller, the scooter, the barber, and the nuke. They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque, especially Willie, Mickey, and the Duke. Into the game Wait, with. I didn't, I didn't start. <laughs> yes. Fuck you, Scott. Get into the game with Sporty. It's where scooters come from, right in the shadow of downtown Denver at 160 South Broadway. And there's no easier way to get into Lodo for opening day and get the fuck out of Lodo when opening day is over because a scooter can park at a bike rack for free and you can use the bike lanes. That's right. It drives the bicycle dudes crazy, but fuck them. It's the law. So... Get to Sportique, where scooters come from since 1998. And when you get there, be sure to tell them the South Stand sent you. Sports! 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 What a great song. I really enjoyed listening to that. It's, it was very good. Yeah. It was you guys sold it. That was really it. fun. So good. Um, really fun. Let let's let's talk about your TV show real Andy quick. Andy Fairbell is here. Yes, everybody. right. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a huge fan. I've watched. Well, I'd say I watch every episode, but I DVR and I haven't watched the last two, so I'm not totally current. But um, I really loved the ska thing. Oh, Set in the scooter nice. shop that yep. touched home. Yeah, that was excellent. And I thought of you when when that when I yes. saw that one. Many people did. Yeah, I don't know how many text messages I got. I oh, don't really? know how many. I don't know how many direct messages I got. It's kind of like a few years ago, there was a little one panel cartoon that just said Vesperados and it showed some some like outlaws on Vespas riding through the desert. And I don't know how many family members felt like they had to send me that cartoon that like too. nobody else had. <laughs> and like my mom is like, look at this clip I found on Facebook. <laughs> is it funny? I'm like, mom, that's like the 80th time somebody sent me that. Well, these, these guys, uh, when they had uh, one of the shows, I think it was the second season, maybe it was the first, when you had it at Mutiny and you, you filmed the outside of Mutiny mm-hmm. up the street. Our, our good buddy Matt and Jim owned that. And so uh, that was very thrilling to see that in the Red, in the show. Uh, Lion's Lair in season L- one. Lion's Lair's been in it. Yeah, Lion's Lair's been in it. Um, the uh, And it was it was funny because, you know, you see the Lion's Lair and then and then you look inside and, I, and it's, then, not, it's, the it's lion's not the Lion's Lair. lair. <laughs> Damn it. That's not the Lair. Couldn't they have just filmed yeah, in there once? But you know what? There's that, no rat shit there's, anywhere. There's mutiny, where yeah. you guys film. It's a, there's a little more room in the, when, for the lines. The lines yeah. are a little more cramped, I think. So it's probably best for I'm, I'm assuming filming. So, um, but no, it's great. It's it's um it's really good and uh, it's uh it's it's just great to see all the the Denver connections and things like that. Um, I know everyone wants to know, and I'm sure you don't know yet. But are you going to do a fourth season? I really don't know. I really don't know yet. No, but what are the odds? What do you think? I mean, it's such a crazy dice roll. Like, it seems, sometimes it seems like, yeah, it's like looking good. Yeah, like, yeah. They haven't, because I mean, if they were going to cancel us, they could have done it sure. like, at any point. Like AAF now. style, like American. Yeah, so that's right. They canceled the football cut it, league. Cut, cut but it short. Is that a typical thing? Like, you just don't, you're not going to know unless, you know, something unless happens. Unless you're Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, unless you're Jerry Seinfeld, really. Yeah, there's no, 
It's it's hard to say because sometimes you get indicators like, well, I don't think they're going to renew it. They just, you know, they seem they seem not really into it. And then and then they renew it. And then you hear people that were like the show seems to be crushing it and they even get told like, yeah, we're going to give you guys another season and then they cancel it even after. Yeah, season. yeah, yeah. So you I I was I like try to never assume anything or get excited like, oh yeah, it's like in the bag or anything. Um, how much can your fans influence that? Do you think via social can media quite a bit? They really do look at I think they it, have already. Right. And <laughs> they can like, you know, everything is so trackable these days. So now they're like, you guys had, uh, the number two fan engagement on social media for all primetime comedies on a Monday. Like they can like, <laughs> but that's, a, that's a whole it. lot better than ratings. Ratings are so fucking stupid because Whoever these people are that are willing to be monitored, I don't know who they are. It's not you. It's not me. It's not anybody I know. So the, the traditional broadcast ratings are stupid. Engagements yeah. are way more important. So if you're listening and you're a fan of this show and you're a fan of those who can't, for fuck's sake, oh, yeah. take some time There's to make sure left, they know. So make all the noise you can. That's right. They really do. They really do track that. And like you just said, ratings in the new era of watching TV uh now you no one wants to be bound by a live you just said yourself I DVR it I watch it later yeah I watch I want to watch shit on my schedule and I don't I don't want to be like oh fuck it's it's 8 p.m. my show's on and like hurry over and like I'm gonna miss Dynasty and I yeah. won't be able to see it for another six months yeah you know? so I I I think when the, the the new way that people watch TV makes ratings obsolete but um, same thing's true with radio and they don't get it they just don't get it I mean the people who are still doing radio all that matters. <clears throat> As far as they're concerned, is the information they deliver to advertisers, and the only information they deliver to advertisers is what Arbitron says, and it's completely meaningless because people are streaming things, people are recording things, they're listening to podcasts, they're doing shit later, they're not doing it right now yeah. necessarily, unless it's live sports, and that's the kind of the but exception fan, to the rule. Fan buzz is great because they're mm -hmm. like, oh, that's like real. So what that's are like some hashtags like we can use on Twitter? I mean, how do we get just, this message across? Just those who can, just tweeting at True TV, uh, because whoever monitors that True TV account is probably my buddy Richie. Hey Richie, if you're in New York, <laughs> um, but yeah, just tweeting at True TV, like, hey, I love this show. Like, I hope, I hope you bring it back. Like that sort of buzz uh, does get noticed, which is so. I think that that's such a funny way to. It's crazy. but when you think about it from a TV exec's point of view, where it's all about like ads and ad sales and everything like having human beings clamoring that they like the show is something that can't be bought and it like not it only is it something that well can't be bought it's something that 10 years ago they paid research firms huge money to go find out like stand in the mall and ask you yeah. questions and fill in with a number two pencil dots and shit i used to do that i used to stand in the citadel mall in colorado <laughs> springs and i would ask questions about movies and tv shows yep. and bug just like bug people constantly so like, fuck you, i know how, i know how that information came around before the internet and the internet's way easier it's way easier when you guys uh get together to like sit down for a season you would say like okay i'm gonna get x amount of episodes uh, so and so is gonna get this many do you break it up you have other people outside your group writing them too um how do you work that out yeah we just have a writer's room so we have a staff and it's it's changed like season to season but um like this last season we had andrew weinberg as our showrunner he did that show eagle heart on adult swim yeah I yeah remember that it was really mm -hmm. funny um uh, so he was our showrunner, and then we had a writer, Lisa Best, who we brought in, really funny stand-up. 
And this guy, Chris Mars, who he'd worked with before, who's hilarious. And then we had a writer's assistant, this woman named Jeanette Timms. So basically, we all had got two episodes credit. We wrote, it, wrote them all together. Everybody writes two, a lot of stuff. And then we gave uh, the writer's assistant a script, which is a cool thing to do. And I think all shows should do that. But, you know, writer's assistant is trying to make it as a writer uh, in the industry. So if you can throw them a script credit, it's like a huge, like, boost. sure. Uh, for them. So yeah, it just breaks that down fairly pretty much like two, 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 whatever. Um, but they're all written pretty much as the room. And then you're kind of just like putting your name on the finished thing. Mm -hmm. That process sounds so goddamn fun to me. Being in a room with really (laughs) creative people, just seeing what sticks to the wall. I've laughed so much that it like fucked me up. Like where I was like Like sore the next day. Like like, I feel like I fell down the stairs. Pulled some rib cartilage. We would be laughing so much. But on the flip side, there are days where it's like the worst thing where you're just like, you're blocked and nothing's happening. And it's just like the tempers are grating and it's like, it's like nothing is really making sense. And, and so it's, it's both things, but yeah, I mean, when it's, when it's funny, it's, uh, it's just the best, like just dying. When, uh, this is one of the things that our, our mutual fan guy incognito said, he said that you almost died in, in an episode and, uh, he had to remind me cause I was like, I don't, I don't remember that one. He said it was from season one. Did you almost die? Yeah, is, that, is this? Well, I don't know if I almost died. Is this, is this, worst, is this exaggerating? I did a bunch of <laughs> like stunt stuff, but the worst thing that I did, I was in these vents mm-hmm. and then it's, they're supposed to be fumigated. So the smoke comes in. Um, so I was in like a fake vent that's like, I don't know, as long as this room sure. or something. Uh, and I was in the back of it and they were like, okay, well, we'll like fill it full of smoke. And, and I was wearing like uh, a respirator as part of my costume, but it wasn't like a genuine, it wasn't like <laughs> made to work. And with my dumb character's mustache, it like wasn't even like seated right. Yeah, anyway. yeah. you can't have facial hair with a respirator. So, <laughs> so it, uh, uh, I'm at the back of the thing and they're like, okay, uh, action. And then it just like fills up with smoke and I'm like crawling down the vent and I was like, oh, I'm not getting any air at all i'm just breathing in this like smoke and i was like freaking i was like trying to i couldn't see anything i'm just kind of like clambering around and i was like i definitely got this like panicky uh feeling where i was like oh if i, if I can't find the fucking end of the stupid <laughs> vent like i'm just kind like, of banging the along the wall vent. yeah and and then i did i fe- i found the end and i plopped out and i was like holy shit that sucked um that was the worst stunt i ever did but another one i got dropped a fake drop from the ceiling in like a harness yeah yeah which was like totally safe but it was it felt very scary to be suspended all the way up to the ceiling on like a cable with just like a vest like we were talking about rocky, with rocky that, you know Scott being crushed <laughs> unconscious yeah. it really does squeeze you yeah yeah and, you're, and then you're like all of your weight is like pulling down on on the harness. I didn't actually take the whole fall. Mm. The stunt. I they like dropped me to start it, and then the stunt dude took took the actual fall. Those guys are insane. The stunt oh yeah. Oh. The shit. I don't know if you in this season when the guy gets hit by the car. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. just a dude being hit by a car. He actually like, got hit by the car. Like it's not a mannequin or anything. He yeah. just gets hit by the car. And he got up and his like face is all red. Like oh, he just he looks like he just got hit by a car. He just knows how to be hit by a car. It's how, do you, the, how do you how do you really know how? I mean, the I guess craziest skill set. Yeah, you just know to to get up. You got to clear that bumper. You don't want to go down under it. So yeah, you get Jesus up, Christ. And then you just start rolling 
It wasn't like it was. <laughs> everything about it was. Uh, it was a real car. It was all real. That's awesome. What, um, like for you, you've done stand up. Oh, we got. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get to our next break though. But no, I'm gonna I'm gonna t- I'm gonna talk about this first, Colin. Don't don't try to get me out of this, Colin. I know you're I know you're busy trying to get me out. Um, you've done you've done this tonight show. You've done mm-hmm. stand up everywhere. What's like your dream? <clears throat> like performance that you want to do like where would you go aside from here right now that you'd be like <laughs> you'd be like you'd be like hell yeah this is this is fucking nice uh like doing stand up or whatever answer. or just being interviewed or it would probably uh being on conan conan o'brien yeah because when i was growing up i remember and when conan first came out when i was i think i was in high school uh and i watched it and i wasn't even interested in doing comedy but i was like man i love this show this dude's so funny and I would watch it and I'd be like, it'd be so cool to be on that show just like in any capacity. Mm-hmm. And now my career, you know, I'm in a position where you'd think like, oh, well, I've never been closer to being sure. Conan. But apparently I've never been farther away because <laughs> I keep sending them tapes and not, really? and not getting on. Well, but. how does that work? Like, do you have to like, you have to know somebody there and have them go, oh, I know this guy. He's really funny. Let's have him on. Or is it? They have a, they have a booker. It's yeah. like guy that they just hire to curate the stand up comedy. And then do you think like, because you're on the Tonight Show, they're like. Fuck this guy. Uh, no, no, I have no idea, no rhyme or reason. I mean, it could just be the tape I send. He just doesn't like yeah. any of those jokes. So you just keep trying until until they say, like, don't send us any more tapes. We never want you. <laughs> then you got to just keep you trying because you don't know what he's looking for. Or but Like, I have friends, like plenty of peers that have done it. I know yeah. a, a shitload of people that have done it. So. But, I mean, you, the, the show, Pat and Oswalt's on it. There's tons of famous people that have guest stars. I would think that would make the rounds to where people would, like, you know, know what it is type of thing and, and be familiar with it, I guess. I maybe I'm just being naive. Hasn't our buddy's sister been on? Oh, who? Uh, well, Tig Notaro. Oh, of course, yeah. Well, she's, she's been on I'm everything. Sure. I, think, oh, I yeah. think she's been on Conan. Oh, yeah, she's been on everything. Probably. Um. Yeah, Reno. You know Reno, Reno Notaro. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. He's a. He was our. He was our first celebrity guest. It's snowing in Maine today. By yeah, the way, yeah. He Fuck moved. You, he Reno. moved to Maine. He moved to Maine. Congratulations, asshole. Enjoy um, your lobster, you motherfucking he, cold he ass motherfucker. He was the first media guy. He and we were sad to have him move because he was a good buddy. He was the first I'm media so guy to come on I'm here. I'm still just furious. And uh, he gave us the time of day, and he he loved being in here because he could he could uh, shoot his filthy mouth off, <laughs> and um and so uh, yeah, and he's been on here tons of times, and and we'll really miss him. So, but. Um, yeah, let's get into the fourth quarter. We got a, we got a, we got a bunch of stuff to cover before we get out. I know you might have a few things you need to cover too. Probably. Okay. Cool. Um, let's do that, and we will be right back. Rocky Mountain High, we be oh, rapping. Yeah. I'm about to go hard for my section. Colorado, that's the box. This time, let's do it for the rocks. Tiger Nike. Ready. 
The Leech Pit Denver is the vintage clothing and record store you've been looking for. Right next to Sportique Scooters at 162 South Broadway. A unique selection of fare you will find nowhere else. If you're looking for that cool thing for yourself or that wonderfully unique gift for someone you love, you need to stop by and check out the Leech Pit. And when you do... It would be really awesome if you told them the South Stands like totally sent you. Awesome. What'd you do? Got Wi-Fi problems. (laughs) That's okay. We got the riff. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, there you go. It sounds like Joe Walsh is in a in a massive stadium, and I'm he's like in he's like in Dodger Stadium, and I can't you know I'm way up top. <laughs> what are some uh, what are some concerts from your youth that you recall that you know that would be at like McNichols or anything? Dude, I I grew up in like the strictest Christian household. Did ever, you really? So none. No, <laughs> I had zero cool concerts. I would go to like Christian. Uh, uh, concerts with my friends. Wow! And listen to like the sh- you know, sh- the world's shittiest music. See what happens, folks, when you when you force you know a Christian uh, strict Christian <laughs> upbringing on someone. Look what happens to you. Where did you grow up? I uh, in Denver, Central Denver. Okay, like Holly and Evans area. Oh, that's and right. You told me that. In middle school, we moved down to uh, the Little Ten area. Gotcha. Uh, and I went to Heritage High School. Um, that's that's too bad you didn't get to experience the uh, you know the satanic vibes no, of, cool of concerts. yeah yeah wow. nothing I mean I was just remembering this the other day my mom I was like I was like interested in the the Cure I guess had like just come out as a band or something because I remember the Cure shirts and stuff and my mom uh, wouldn't let me listen to the Cure because she said they made people kill themselves they made <laughs> oh kill yeah. Themselves. yeah it was like evil music. And then, like later in life, I listened to the Cure. I was like, "What the fuck? What the hell is she what, talking like, about? What are you talking Every about?" Every time I hear pictures like, of you, I cut myself. This is yeah, just I'm... like uh, just pop music. Uh, Grateful Dead. She said it was evil. Like wow. all these bands that were like so. My parents told me black people were evil. <laughs> that's a whole. That's a uh, whole different. That's uh, a whole different Colorado upbringing. Colorado Springs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the Colorado Springs upbringing. Yeah. This is the Littleton one. So right, right. Um, well, when did you like? When did you kind of? get away from that what age were you finally like you know what that's i think i'm gonna explore something else like 16 17 yeah like when i started to be in an age where i could be like i I didn't want to go to church anymore i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that what was your high school graduating year 95 man Uh, i'm old yeah uh, you're even older than me i'm not i'm not i'm not old at all (laughs) yeah forever young out uh right away from my house and then yeah like i immediately was like not into religion i was was that like um was that like the the kid who was denied uh junk food all his life and then and then got on his own and dove right into it or or were you were you a little like kind of ease into the you know the non-christian life uh 
it was pretty fast. I think I, think I was like, <laughs> you're, oh, you're God, biting I heads off bats. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I just didn't, I did I just did not like it. But like the version that I grew up with was so extreme and like off putting and terrible that like, I talked to other people who were like, oh yeah, well no, I grew up Christian. It was cool. Like just went to church, like had barbecues and everything. I was like, oh, you weren't like raised to believe that the antichrist was going to drag you out of your house and like behead you like for being Christian, like the most hardcore yeah. shit. My mom was like the Sarah Connor of Christianity. <laughs> like she was like, so it, uh, it, and we would go to those churches where they would like be screaming and oh, like shit. people fainting and like, wow. And like fundamentalist. Yeah. Stuff. Like the really crazy shit. So like, it was not hard to, leave that it wasn't like i was like oh no i can be fine like leaving that point and so i have like a pretty negative view of religion and people are like you know like what's so bad about that you know if they're not hurting anybody it's like well there are like versions of it where they are they're like, hurting, hurting people and yeah. they okay I, I don't want to get too deep into this because it's a podcast in, in and of itself but i also I, I too i share that perspective on religion with you um but what do you feel about a god Wow. Oh, so so you don't want to continue with that, but you want to you want to you want to add. Well, no, I just. I, I mean, you, if, while we're you at still, it, you grew up in a church. You had that spiritual yeah, did you, connection. Did you completely abandon it, or do you still have some of that? Like, no, yeah, I pretty much abandoned. And I was like very comfortable saying like, "Oh, yeah, I'm an atheist," and people are like, "Oh, how can you say that?" Like, yeah. Don't you mean agnostic? I think you mean agnostic. Like, nope. because if you say atheist, it's like so. It's very negative. final. And like, I'm like, no, I'm an atheist, and then like. And then they're like, so if like you had proof, if there was proof to you that there was some sort of God, you wouldn't believe in it. I'm like, no, that's not what it means. It means that right now I don't have that yeah. proof. So I am an atheist. If there was some amazing proof, <laughs> then of course, like anybody be like, all right, well, I guess I'll reconsider my sure. shit. Have you ever been overlooking a spectacular canyon and seen a, a floating eagle above a spectacular <laughs> river? And I just felt was. This- and yeah. felt it. Have, have you ever felt this? I felt this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna confess. I have felt this presence of something so much greater than myself that I have no other word for it than God. Even though I shun religion, I've been overwhelmed at times with that sense. I I I, I get that. I get like the they're like oh there's a universe around you and what the whatever's whatever thing is churning and and making us go forward in life. I guess you could consider that to be some force, but. It's everybody has like, you know, it goes from like, oh, there's a there's a force I can't control to like, you know, old guy with a beard judging my every move and watching me beat off. I mean, it's yeah, like there's so many mysteries yeah. in the world. It's like I'm I'm like content with the mysteries. It's like, oh, yeah. Like who knows how like we know so little about anything. So it's like uh, it's just weird that people are like, no, this book that's like 2000 years old, that's got to figure it out like. You'd blow their fucking minds if you went back in time with an iPhone. They'd like, oh yeah, it was just like, the it was horrible like the shit. Throw it all out. <laughs> yeah, it's all out the window, yeah. people. Yeah, we but can't. like for some reason, like this book that's been like retranslated so many times with by so many people with different motives. It's like, nope, this is the guidebook. That just feels crazy. But this is nuts. Maybe you've heard this too. I listened to this. Just happened to listen to this TED talk on the radio. I was driving, and this, this physicist was saying that the universe is always expanding and like the one constant that's in in nature and in the universe is like uh disorder and like mess like mess is easy chaos but like being neat is very difficult and very rare and he said that now they now they understand enough about the universe to see that the way that it expands outward 
they can look backwards and see that at one point it was like super intricately put together in a way that is like, he's like, it's beyond intelligent design. It's like to, to get that much matter that close and not have it all like just become huge black holes all over. It had to be like perfectly aligned. And he wasn't saying God, he's a physicist. He was like very, he wasn't like, so there's a God, but he was like, the the way that the universe used to be, like from the Big Bang on, it was like something immaculately was packaged yeah. in a way that was that was very designed and definitely not like a, a random mm-hmm. like spoof like woo like a because it just couldn't <laughs> the way you'd have to package that much matter. Sure, this provides me with the perfect segue, and I appreciate it honestly. We're we gonna get into to abortion your next sponsor. now. <laughs> I've got what's a, going on. No, Living Way I, Baptist Church. Something new has happened to me in experiencing my the onset of age. I have a boil on my ass. Oh my gosh! I'm not kidding. I have a boil on okay. my ass. I didn't even know what one of these things was uh-huh. until like two weeks ago. It's fucking hell. It's absolute, absolutely miserable. It's the worst thing. I think it's the worst thing. It's worse than childbirth. I can't imagine anything worse. It, I, and it, I, I wonder, have you experienced the boil on the ass? I, I mean, you're going to. No, I think it's I, a thing that no, dudes our age had happens. I think so. Is this is this proving that God doesn't exist? Is yeah. that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. yes. If there was a God, the, the immaculate <laughs> arrangement of matter. Yeah. And, a per- and then to bring that the boil in, perfectly on your yes. on your butt cheeks. Designed. I had something like that on my neck. It was like, I thought it was a zit, and then it was just like... It's not a zit. Something so much more than a zit. (laughs) Yeah, and I went... I thought the same thing. And the dude, like, the doctor, like... Oh. Just squeeze it, and it's just like so much disgusting goo. They had to get out the welding mask, and to... they put in like a wick. They put like this oh. like thing in there to like help keep like draining it, and they like had to put like a pad over it. It smelled. <laughs> it is the grossest smell it's you terrible. can it fathom. It smells like, like a pair of old socks are coming even, out of yourself. It, yes, it smells like an open hole in your body that was full of like this volcanic fucking dick cheese, but it was kept in your neck Ugh, i've had small worst. ones like that and they they'd stay around then i'd squeeze it and every like i'd be watching tv i'd squeeze it give a little smell <laughs> squeeze it give a little smell yeah and, and then my brother had them too i was like do you have these things and they really stink he's like yeah i got those too so yeah yeah it's okay. good so i'm glad we could share that together <laughs> well you know we're we're all we're all you know we're all men approaching middle age. Maybe some are in middle age. I don't oh, know. I, if I don't quit smoking, I might be past. You middle might be age. past middle age. <laughs> it's all it's all stuff that happens. It's good to talk about. Everyone can you know share their. Well, you know Scott's their, grandpa just died. Yeah. You know, God rest his soul. And my grandma, I've got a grandma, ninety seven years old, and uh, I've visited her a few times here recently. And she's got hospice care, and she's crazy, and she doesn't know who anybody is, and. She's got crazy <laughs> abdominal pain, and I'm just like, if there's a God, would you just fucking take care of business here, buddy? Come on, man. What yeah. the fuck? Why are you letting the old lady suffer? Why are you suffer? letting her suffer? Yeah. I mean, she's been the matriarch of our family forever. She's been miserable for the better part of 15 years. Let's get this done, pal. Well, I think, j- where's Jack Kevorkian? I think, you you've an- yeah, I think you've answered your own question there, so... Um, yeah, it's good stuff though. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing. You get older, people start dropping off and then you have to like, you know, face your own uh, mortality. I got that's in a little times. trouble today by the way. Okay. I, I complained about Nuggets bloggers, Nuggets writers. Oh yeah, yeah. Constantly making excuses. I mean, I've been really upset. Andrew, you follow the Nuggets at all? Do you pay attention to them at all? Do you roll with the Nuggets? <laughs> uh 
A little bit. I mean, I since I moved back, more so. But then this season, I I've actually been and they're quite they're, a bit of they're playing well. So and yeah, it's like yeah. And it's no, like they're so not. Fun. They're playing like shit. That's well, what's really got me upset. More, no, I'm saying in the grand scheme of things, they're 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 you know a two seed. They're they're playing well, not yeah, lately. Yeah, yeah. But they're, I feel like well, here, what schedule. about this theory? They you don't want to face the Spurs in the first round, not with the Nuggets record. There you go, Spurs. Like you. You don't think there's like a secret meeting of like drop hey, down a little bit? Why not let the Warriors and the Spurs yeah. beat the shit out of each other for seven games? Nobody would want to face the Spurs first round or any round in the playoffs. No, even if they're the A seed, it's still Greg Popovich. That's like that's gonna be that's gonna be a challenge. Whereas let I'm the, the I want the, let the Warriors Spurs yeah right yeah, give me so the Clippers sink Sorry. down give me Portland. Yeah, play oh, shitty that's, and that's, then pl- and then get get seated against Clippers. I, I don't think, know. I don't actually think that they're doing that, but. I'm not that sad to see them uh, stinking it up in this in this tiny final stretch only for, because of that reason. Because what are they like? Oh, and it's like an insane statistic against Spurs. Oh, and thirteen. Oh, yeah, it's a little little bit different Spurs team these days. Cowie Leonard's but gone. No. But it's it's um, but I, I like that theory. I've thought teams have done that in the past, and I thought maybe they just slide a little bit to get better positioning. I know they don't do that because they just they have to constantly win. But maybe in the back of their minds, they're like, hey. You know, I feel you know. like if, yeah, if I was like looking at the standings and kind of just like, oh, if we didn't do that awesome tonight, yeah, yeah, like if we, you know, we no, I don't hustle we a little bit. So yeah. they wouldn't be the first team in the NBA to that's do that true. on purpose. Yeah, that's true. That's so. for goddamn sure. But I think Nuggets bloggers are. Soft and that that got me a little bit of trouble today. <laughs> I got yelled at. Um, just kind of going through some of the things I want to touch on. Taylor Taylor McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She nods too much. Oh. She's got Ali Sturm syndrome. Have you noticed this? Colin, she asks Colin's a got question. This thing with with the with the uh, with the 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 women sideline reporters. Colin's very supportive of women in media. Don't get me wrong. Oh, big he's, time. He's very supportive, but he's also very critical. If they nod too much, or yeah, if, the or nodding, if, or if they blink too much. He's, like I'm he's, asked, he's if I asked you, John, tell me about your hat. And before you even start <laughs> to answer the question. I'm already but, nodding, but as though I understand what you're saying. A, it's really it, fucking annoying. But that's like a TV cue, isn't it? Like if you're if you're uh, reporting on TV and uh, you're you're almost like it's almost like you're getting ready, right? You're getting, you're getting, getting you don't, you don't want them to do this, you know. You want them to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what a difficult field! I can't think of a, a more difficult field to be like a woman. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and uh, interviewing such a male-dominated bro- thing. I mean, I feel like that's such an uphill challenge as it is that it's probably. Yeah, I don't know. I would. He's got this jamoke. Give, give him you some would nod too. Oh, look who's fucking nodding! Yeah, <laughs> I think I'd be nodding like a bobblehead <laughs> if that yeah, was me. Yeah. Like, oh god, like this. The, yeah, what, one, what a difficult. Be... Because I, I bet they feel that. I bet they feel that like magnifying glass from <clears> all. Uh, it is cool though that that more and more. Uh, there's more well, and more broadcasting. And more and, and more, they're really good. Like Katie Wingy for Altitude covering the Nuggets is as knowledgeable about basketball as anybody else on that broadcast. It's we, awesome. She kicks we, ass. We've noted that um, of the four major teams in Denver, um, the the Nuggets, the Avalanche, the Rockies, they all have women in prominent uh, roles with, on the broadcast. The Broncos do not. Now, it's different because that's nationally broadcasted, but the local radio does not have, have women involved, and it's kind of that – it's almost today, like football. Just today, it was announced that uh, Nikki Jabvala, Jabvala is Jabvala, Jabvala yeah. is going to be a uh, full time host that's, and fill in. At that's on the fan. That's right. different that's than the actual Broncos. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong, because maybe there's a league that I don't know about. There's women's basketball, there's correct. women's baseball, and softball, obviously. 
There's women's hockey. Yes. There's not. There's no women's ta- tackle football, right? There's uh, no version of that. There they is. They play in lingerie. Is <laughs> but well, yes, <laughs> they do. There's a lingerie one, but there's a there's a real one too that I don't think they do that. But I couldn't even tell you what it is. I feel like the interest maybe isn't the same there just for the for what the sport is. It's sure. like oh, I do, this just doesn't appeal to no, me. No, you're like right. Crashing because, and crashing into each other. Because anytime a woman broadcasts an NFL game. It's oh, it's the people just crying about it. Oh, her voice is too high, and I don't like this. And they're just they're just fucking assholes about it. So NFL would be like the hardest one to break into because you know we we have them doing the Rockies games. Um, uh, Jenny Kavanaugh's awesome. She does a game, and and everyone loves it. It's fantastic. She should be in the booth. She should, be. she should be. She regular. absolutely should be. Um, I just Let's think start that football. Kavanaugh yeah, right. in the booth. Oh yeah, we will. We'll get that going. We got to define booth very very <laughs> yeah, carefully. Yeah, you got to make sure he's right booth. But football, I think, is going to be super hard for women to break into just because of the meathead attitude. Yeah, speaking of right. speaking of football, big headline today, and I. I thought this was important to touch on before we get out of here. Uh, the Washington Redskins team has declared that uh, racial slurs will not be accepted in their oh, in their stadium. I know, nice. So I, the I team, thought that was sweetly team, ironic. How yeah. nice of them. Yeah. Shannon Sharp actually retweeted their tweet today <laughs> and said, oh, that's rich. Um, yeah, that's yeah, they've announced that uh, racial slurs, fans shouting racial slurs will not be allowed in Redskins Stadium. Wow. So, what insane. century is this? Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Unless awesome. they're... Screaming Unless the name screaming, of their team. Go yeah, Redskins. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Collins had that this. That obstinance is so fucking insane that oh, like, teams change their name all the time. Like, oh, Washington think of the marketing Bullets. opportunity. Now they're the Washington Wizards. Like, yeah. you, can, you can change a team's you name. You can do it. Yeah. He's, he's had this great idea for a long time to, to rename the, the Redskins the Washington Americans. And you could and it would piss Robert Kraft of the Patriots off it, be because great, you yeah. can use you could still use the the Native American logo. You could still use it in a sense because you're saying, "Hey, Americans, Native Americans." You're still saying Americans. You could put a, you could wrap flags around it, and people would eat that shit up. Oh, yeah. And you could still call them the Skins if you wanted to. And and but team branding Skins, You gotta leave the Skins. <laughs> sounds like a Midwest <laughs> yeah. organization. Skins, skins for me are always bad. Whether it's yeah. like. Skins Skinheads, or if it's like you know Redskins, but you could name them the Americans, and I think it would be a good rebranding. You could still use some of the same imagery. It's it makes sense. You'd think that they would say, "Hey, maybe we need to change this at some point," but they can't do that. That's, they can't. That's a perfect segue for a question I wanted to oh, throw back. Yes, at please. You too. Speaking of rebranding, this is a controversial topic that I keep bringing up with my Rockies friend fans. Mm-hmm. Do you don't you think that the Rockies could benefit from a rebranding? They could still be the Rockies. But maybe like a different color scheme, mm. redo the uniforms. I feel like it, they're, it's such a 90s expansion team look that they're still rocking. They, uh, the fucking black vest. That, uh, like, I feel like there's probably a new uniform, a new like redesign. Even the logo, I feel like there's probably like a... I like that it's a CR, but the way that they did it with like the... The little like touches on it. it the looks little like a little weird, accents. It looks like a stock font or something. I don't know. I, I I see what you mean. I think that, and this kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier about. I also think you should wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you should get the hell out of here, buddy. <laughs> I told you it was a controversial. <laughs> That's very controversial. Um, I I think it goes for me. It goes back to that they're building this tradition, and I think if you changed it, because like the Diamondbacks changed their 
uniforms every season. Yeah. And they go from ugly to they uglier. Go uglier, yeah. uglier yeah. to uglier. But like the Broncos, they redid everything, and then they... They won. They won Super very, Bowls. Very, right very. But there's a bunch of talking about going back. And I don't think that back. that's why they did it. They're and talking they, about going back to the D on the helmet. But they, but they kept the same colors, and that's the important thing. And I would say, and I don't know this for sure, but something like the Dodgers have probably maybe changed the script, maybe slightly in the in the like the Los Angeles um, uh, name only, right? And like the logos yeah. probably stayed the same forever. Um, and and that stands the test of time for me. And it's kind of like, well, you have this tradition. And they would never think about maybe do an alternate or something, but they would never change it. And I think if you if you change the Rockies thing now, I think you're kind of abandoning all that. I get the whole like, um, you know, the way it looks like the the, the vest thing. Yeah, and it's almost like, you know, like um, the Patriots logo, the New England Patriots logo is the no, most 90s looking ass thing I've ever seen. It looks horrible. The Broncos logo still looks good. I think that's a nice logo. It still looks good. But the Patriots one looks ridiculous. And that one should be changed. I don't know what they're thinking about that. That was done around the same time that that Broncos logo was, and it looks horrible. It looks total 90s. I get that. I, For me, I think the Rockies, um, I think they need to stay the course, maybe get rid of some of those things that look a little dated. But as they far got rid as the, of the logo they goes. They got rid of the stripes on the pants this year. Did they get the rid of them? The pants are just yeah. white now. Yeah. Which so I'll, I'll miss the stripes because Tulo's ass looked so good. Oh, yeah, he's awesome looking. <laughs> but uh, no, you know what? That's the kind of bold thinking that I appreciate, though, Andrew. I think that's I think that's uh, you know thinking outside the box, as they say. And yeah, I think that's because I, I feel like there is outside of Denver, like the Rockies are just thought of as like oh yeah, like it's the Rockies, like whatever. Coors, An expansion, yeah. Coors Field, yeah. They're like a, a newer team, yeah. Like the Rays and the D-backs, yep. like kind of like oh, these are like new teams, not like the historic old teams. Um, I don't know, and I don't know if the what the what psychological effect the the rebranding well have, but for example if we're looking in here i don't think the folks at home maybe they can see it if you look at what todd helton's wearing compared to what jose canseco's wearing that they're still using that rockies uh font they're using that logo still to this day and, and that, that raise that's true that raise thing is long <laughs> gone yeah they don't even they don't even call it that anymore so they're just the rays right they used to be called the devil rays yeah that's devil rays they don't even yeah. call it devil because as we know devil we don't want the devil associated with that. our baseball Can't yeah so that. um that's good stuff well listen let's get you out of here we don't want to keep you all night although i'm sure we could we could talk for hours um tell us Tell us, tell everyone where they can find you. Please plug the hell out of those who can't. Tell everyone where they can find all your stuff. Yeah, watch those who can't. You can, uh, if you've never seen it, you can buy it on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, um, Hulu, maybe Hulu. Is no, Hulu? it's not on Hulu oh, right okay. now. It was for a while. It was, but now yeah. It's not, that deal expired. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the Orbital. You'll just have to learn how to spell. You have to learn how to spell yeah. it. Yep. Um, and yeah, I do comedy all over, so you can see me do stand up. But yeah, if you love the show, just keep making noise and maybe we'll see season four. That'd be amazing. It's it's really good. I, I watch it. I laugh. It's it's hilarious. You guys do a great job. All you guys are fantastic on it. Even the, the, the side characters are very good, too. Uh, Rory, right? Oh, yeah. Dude, that guy's, that guy's hilarious. You guys have really Sherry good. O'Terry? We did in she season two. She was on there, yeah. 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 That's great. They've had a lot of people on there. It's it's very yeah. good. So it's excellent. Um, keep up the good work. We look forward to seeing what you guys do next. Thanks. So yeah, Thank very good. Much. It was great having you. I, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I know it was a little. It would have no, been a little smoother. You, no, it was great. Listen, you grab that that Ben 
that Ben asshole and bring him down here next time, okay? Make sure you you bring him with you so we can we can talk to him too. And see, we didn't we talked a little sports, but we talked about all sorts of crap. We talked so. about God. We talked about Absolutely. the very existence of God. We and we solved it. Yeah, we did. We solved it. That's that's the He's important. He's a canyon with a bird flying over it. <laughs> that's right. This is excellent. Thanks again. We appreciate you coming in. Thank you. It's good stuff. Well, guys, this is a good show. Appreciate you guys tuning in. This has been the South Stands Denver Fancast. Adios. We love you, Denver! Grab another song. I'm just gonna let it roll. I'll, I'll. Okay, this is not sports now. No, no. We're gonna go with. Uh... Hopefully, another great. That one. We're gonna go with another great local sports, uh, Denver song. Yeah, I want to hear that Nugget song now. Oh yeah, you're gonna get the Nugget roll song. With the nugget. Well, let's see. If I'll find. I can also find it at home. Fucking A, we're going to go with Roll With Nuggets. One of What's the name of the uh, little pioneer dude from the classic um, Nuggets? That is, oh, the minor. Maxi. Maxi, yeah, Maxi. I couldn't think Maxie of it. Maxi, the minor. And was he ever the mascot of, for the team? Like, was... Or, yeah. I know it's it's been no. rocky ever since. He I wasn't can the mascot; he was the logo. I don't know He's if they never ever, they the never mascot. had like a they never had like a, a, a person. No, nothing. no, nothing like that. Yeah, I, I only remembered Rocky. Rocky's a good mascot, I gotta say. He's, He's one really of the good. better better mascots. He's got a good attitude. Oh yeah, you know the you know the the thing when he got lowered down and it, and it like choked the guy out. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> Oh my god, this is so awesome! I mean, not for him. It probably sucked for him because it's probably scary as hell. They had him in a harness and they lowered him down. And however the harness was was uh, was on, he um, it like it like choked him out. And like so, basically, he just lowered to the floor and just kind of slumped oh my down god. because they couldn't really tell. I think maybe they thought something was wrong because he wasn't really moving around. And then he was out cold when they when they Jeez. got him on the floor. Yeah, I've been in one of those, and it is fucking tight. In the harness, yeah. yeah. Well, that that reminds me. I want to talk a little bit later about some of that because um, I I had some. I was uh, I was thinking of questions and like some you know things about filming and and whether like you know any sort of like dangerous situations. I know our 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 mutual fan who's a fan of all of us, Guy Incognito. Oh, yeah. He loves all of us. Oh, yes. He, he, I, I, he, asked, he had some questions, so we we're going to oh, get okay. to those a little bit later. So Okay, I did not find Roll with the Nuggets. <laughs> right, so we'll keep I'm looking going, for it. Just worry. do something else. We'll figure it out. Yes, I'm doing something else on... This is three. One, Go, two, we're going.